Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, July the 8th, and we're back. I'm back from vacation. Awesome to be back. Lot to get into after uh, a few games of Phillies baseball that we have not talked about here on the Phillies Today show. As I am back again, a a really nice vacation Outer Banks for a few days with the wife and kid, her best friend at a house. It all worked out really nicely. So uh, happy to be back. Uh, happy to get away for a few days. I did get a chance to watch Phil's though, which was beautiful. Look, for the most part. Since I've been gone, I would say more good than bad. Phillies go four and two essentially since we've last spoken. The uh, Friday night rainout against Miami, and then the San Diego series. You take two or three there, winning the first two. That last one didn't go great. Eleven to one loss, less than ideal in that one. Uh, but they do win a series, you know. And now uh, again, uh, heading on the road for this series against Chicago. You win the first two, you lose last night. We'll dive into all of those games. Game by game, and then tonight back at it in Chicago. Chicago, yesterday had been 11 straight losses. They finally win one yesterday uh, against the Phillies, 8-3. to Prior to that, 15-10 to win for the Phillies, 13-3. to The Phillies lose 11-1, so give up a lot in that one. But then the 4-3 extra innings win, 4-2 the next day against the Padres. As again, look, um, Phillies now sitting four and a half back at the Mets. They're a half game out of second place. They are tied with the Braves, a very... Tight grouping there between those three teams, the Nats, the Braves, and the Phillies. Uh, the Nationals, four back of the Mets, the Braves, and Phillies, four and a half back of the Mets as these teams continue to jockey for position in this winnable division. You know, I think if you're you're looking for a silver lining right now, talking about the Phillies heading into the All-Star break coming up here, and now we are we're more than halfway through the season, um, it's that they're still in it, you know, uh, beyond all reasonable, rational thought. Uh, if they were in most divisions in baseball, they wouldn't be in it anymore. And uh, the wild card looks like they're not in that. But they're in it in the NL East. The second half schedule significantly easier than the first half schedule, at least according to the numbers. The Phillies have the second half, second easiest second half schedule. So that is 
something to grab onto. You know, if you're looking for some positivity, obviously I'm I'm still where I was at prior to this team where I'm, I'm maybe less frustrated after the last six games, a nice four and two stretch against, you know, a good team and a team that was good but but flailing in the Cubs right now. Um, but I still need to see them do it continually for a longer period of time. This series coming up against Boston this weekend, heading into the All-Star break. If they can find a way to win tonight and then win that series against Boston, head into the break around 500 and maybe... Starting to feel some positivity heading into the second half. That would be great, especially with an easier schedule. But again, I need to see them do it. Now, it has been nice to see the bats come alive a little bit the last few games. That has been important. As we talk about ad nauseum this season, that if this team is going to make any sort of meaningful bid to win this division, it's going to be on the backs of the offense. And and guys like Bryce Harper are stepping up, getting Didi back, who has helped offensively. We still know the defense. As we saw last night, and we'll get to when we break down the game, um, still an issue, still a problem, continually a problem. The pitching, you know, um, starting pitching has been pretty good, you know, for the most part lately. The, the bullpen has been hit or miss, but, you know, you got guys like Ranger Suarez, some guys out there getting some outs for you. Um, potential closer Ranger Suarez, getting some outs for you. Um, e- e- you're in it. You know, you're in it. Again, I'm still not believing, as they say, but I, but but they're in it. And and that's something you can grab onto uh, right now. Also, before we dive into the games, a quick um, shout of congratulations. Zach Wheeler and JT Romito, since we last spoke, named as the Phillies' two All-Star representatives. The first time the Phillies have had two All-Stars since 2013. Insane. Now, look, I'll take JT as an all-star. I don't feel like JT has been a, a massively clear all-star this year. Now, to be fair, there are not a lot of great options for catchers uh, having amazing seasons. But certainly, I, I would say JT is, is, you know, we always talk about the best catcher in baseball. I don't think he's been that this year, but... I won't fight it, some guys getting, because they're JT Romuto, and that works. We'll take it. But I think uh, very evidently, very clearly, and, and last night notwithstanding, Zach Wheeler, the clear all-star on this team, the only Philly who I expected to make the all-star team, and, and the JT one is nice. Nice to have two Phillies going. Sure, why not? But um, good to see Zach Wheeler make it. Wheeler talked about how in, you know his entire time in the major leagues, he's never won anything. He's never won any awards. He's never been an all-star, never won a player of the week even, he said. And uh, so it's pretty cool to see him get some recognition, some well-deserved recognition, obviously. is Again, he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball this season last night, again, notwithstanding. Um, so I'm happy to see it. And look, it's fun. We'll get to the all-star game in tomorrow's show, heading into the weekend, heading into the all-star break, and certainly talk about it more next week when you know there are no games to react to. But... Um, you know, look, the All-Star game isn't what it used to be, but it's still fun, and it's still fun to see Phillies players on the national stage with all the greatest in the game getting an opportunity to do what they do. So congrats to those guys. It'll be exciting to see them in the game and see them playing in the All-Star game. Um, but ultimately, look, I think you know, two All-Stars, one All-Star is fair from this team. This team needs to prove that it has more All-Stars, more deserving All-Stars. And, you know, look, you like to see the way Bryce Harper's played after, you know, not making the All-Star team officially. My man's been white hot, um, really stepping up his game. Obviously, we'll get to it, but the five-hit game a couple nights ago, really raising those numbers for him, the five-hit. Finally hitting a a non-solo home run. We did it. We made it to the point in the season where Bryce Harper had a more-than-solo home run. How exciting was that? Um, But ultimately, look... um, 
I hope Bryce uses this as fuel. You know, I hope we see Bryce Harper latch onto this and say, yeah, I'm not an all-star. Okay, let's go. And look, he didn't deserve to be an all-star. It's okay. You know, he's not an all-star so far this year. We all know that. He's missed too much time. And when he has played, he has not been elite. He's been good. He's been great at times. He's not been elite, um, other than maybe the first start of the season before he got hit in the face. Um, so I'm okay with Harper not being in the all-star team. And I, I think that he should take it as a slight, though. Use it as a slight. Please, Bryce, keep 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 crushing the ball because we need it. Need you desperately, buddy. And, you know, a uh, uh, locked-in elite Bryce Harper is the kind of guy who could carry this team to a, to a division title. You know, and again, I'm not there. Not there. But he could. He's that type of player that when he's totally locked in, he has that kind of ability to to really put a team on its back and really help carry them along on a night-to-night basis. Obviously, he did that in his MVP season. Um, it'd be nice to see that. All right, uh, let's get to this series at the Cubs, and then we'll look ahead to um, tonight's game and, of course, the, the big weekend series in Boston, which is just massive for this Phillies team. Uh, let's look at the rest of this Cubs series that we know coming off the – Four to three, four to three wins against uh, San Diego. Then the eleven to one drubbing. Uh, you leave home, but you win the series. Leave on a low note. Leave, win the series. You know you're heading out to Chicago against a team that's been struggling, but for the most part has had a good season until this losing streak they're having. And the Phillies get there and just pour it on in Game One. And you love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. They go down, especially with Matt Moore on the hill, right? Uh, they go down early, one nothing. Jake Marcinek home run, but then Andrew Knapp gets it back in the top of the next inning, a a moonshot. I think the highest ball I've ever seen Andrew Knapp hit. My man just got under it and just swatted it out to right field. A, a mammoth home run. The Phillies lose it, the lead again, though, in the bottom of the third, and RBI double for Avi Baez, who didn't play last night, but has crushed the Phillies in the first two games. Massive game the night before. Um, or the night after this game. But then they get it back. He's back. Didi, back in the lineup contributing, Didi. A home run is first since being back in the top of the fourth there. It's 2-2. Two to two. We're sitting at 2-2. Two to two. Matt Moore gives you four two-run innings, four strikeouts, two walks, five hits. Not great, but okay. You know, not. it lose you the game. Nice to see. And then uh, Connor Brogdon comes in, shots it down. Too clean. Archie Bradley, a clean inning. Jose Alvarado gives up one. Brandon Kinsler gives up none. And the Phillies bullpen holds out. And then... Sixth inning. Let's go. McCutcheon, RBI double. Hoskins, RBI single. Four to two. Phillies hang on to that lead till the eighth and then blow it wide open. An RBI walk for Alec Bowman with the bases loaded. Didi scores on an error. Didi at Hoskins both score on errors. As Ron Torres uh, gets a, a safe bump, safe. On a fielding error, both runs score at 7-2. Phils and then Odubel Herrera's been ice cold back in it. A three-run bomb to make it 10-2. Javi Baez with homer, 10-3. Javi Baez had a lot of meaningless homers in this series. Then the top of the ninth, the Phillies just poured on Hoskins. A two-run shot. Boom, a shot. Nice to see. Boom, 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 13 runs for this Phillies offense. How about it? Really nice to see the Phillies put up some runs, especially. They lose by 10 runs the game before. They win by 10 runs the next one. The uh, the uh, uh, plus-minus gods smiling down on the Phillies, saying, all right, you lose by 10, we'll win by 10. We'll even that ledger right out immediately. 
Uh, it was really nice to see the Phillies win that one. As again, coming off the 11 1 loss, you win 2 3 against San Diego. You're like, okay. And you get drubbed in that last one, 11 1. That's what good teams do, right? You know, good teams lose the first two of a series and say, no, 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 no. You're not sweeping us. We're crushing you today. And they did. And the Phillies bounce back and a, a nice win um, against Chicago in this one, one you needed. You desperately needed this. Um, again, we're at the point in the season where this Phillies team can't really mess around anymore. You know, it's it's not win a couple, lose a couple, win one, lose one. Like that's not good enough anymore. This Phillies team is forty-one and thirty-three right now. They're two games under five hundred. If we're going to talk about them, let's say winning. 90 games, okay? You know, right now with uh, the way the division is, I think 90 or, or maybe less could win. It could be an 89, 88-win division team, but but let's say a 90-win team right now. The Phillies at 41 and 43. So that means the Phillies would have to win 49 games over the last uh, last set of games, um, you know, to get to 90. It, it's going to be tough. I mean, you got a lot of... You need to have a much better winning percentage than you've had so far this season as the Phillies at 41 and 43, you know, of their last, that's uh, 84 games. So you've got 78 games left to go. You have 49 of them. That's 49 and 29. <laughs> it's, you know, 49 and 29 baseball the rest of the way they have to play. 49 and 29. So that means you got to start sweeping some teams. That means you got to win series. And there is very, very, very little room for error left. Like Bryce Harper said, they really need to go on like a 9-10 streak. Still, they really do. Again, this hovering out 500 isn't going to last for long. And luckily, the Mets just can't pull away, which is huge. But the Phillies definitely need to find a way to win some more games uh, consistently. As, you know, time's running out from that perspective. It really is. I mean, we are more than halfway through the season. You look at those numbers, like to get to where they're probably going to need to be, they need to really start to put together some wins, start to get string them together, you know? Um, they do, speaking of stringing them together, they do uh, string a couple together in this sense in that they do win back-to-back games in this Cubs series, which was very necessary. They come out the next night after that 13-3 drubbing, and the bats stay hot, and they stay hot early, very early. Up four to nothing in the first on an Andrew McCutcheon grand slam bases loaded McCutcheon um, against. By the way, our our old friend Jake Arrieta, who it was so sweet, wasn't it? So sweet to just see Arrieta get drubbed. Arrieta goes one and two thirds, gives up seven earned, seven six hits, two walks. Awesome. McCutcheon starts it with the grand slam in the first. The Phillies would add three more in the second. An RBI single for Segura. RBI double for Hoskins, seven to nothing in the second. You're feeling great. You're feeling really good. A, because it's against Jake Arietta. Suck it, Jake. Bye bye. Don't miss you. But also, see this Phillies team come out after putting up 13 runs and, and actually pour it on again, right? I mean, this has been such a consistent theme with this Phillies team all year. Put up a big number, then come out and, and turtle up the next night. They didn't turtle up. You know, that's something. Look at the positivity here today. I was on vacation. I'm happy. It's nice to be back. Let's look at the positives, right? Um, but it, look, it was a nice one. They're up 7 and nothing in the second. Now, you want to see Nola be a little better in this spot. Nola gives three right back in the third there. It's 7-3. to three. Then the Phillies, luckily, the offense just keeps rolling. Uh, a Harper, RBI double, a Hoskins sack fly. It's 9-3 to three now. Then Javi Baez, multiple homers in this game. It's another one here. 
make it 10 to 4 and that's where Nola would would bail Nola ends up going six innings giving up four runs um able to battle his way through the six looked a little precarious there six innings six hits one walk eight strikeouts four earned runs ends up getting the win like a fine outing you know Nola's fine he's fine he's good early not great he wasn't great four runs six innings is fine but you know what when your team puts up a bunch of runs you win those games. At that point, the Phillies do just continue to pour it on, which was awesome. It's ten to four, or excuse me, nine to four at that point. Then a Hoskins homer again. Uh, his uh, in the seventh makes it ten to four. Then an RBI single by Segura makes it twelve to four. Then Bryce Harper, yes, it finally happens. Harper a three-run blast, fifteen to four Phillies. Now the bullpen would siphon away six runs, then fifteen to ten. As Bailey Falter, who had been just sterling for the Phillies, had his first bad outing in a weird spot. I, you know, Bailey Falter's been such an important member of this bullpen um, in important spots and, and such an important arm. It didn't make a ton of sense to me to bring him into this one when you're up. At the time he comes into the game, when Nola leaves, you're up uh, 10 to, excuse me, 15 to 4 in that spot when he comes in. I, I just. I didn't get that. Why Bailey Falter here? You know, that's like Daniel De Los Santos, who would pitch later and give up a run. I don't know. Just felt like a weird use of him. Falter gets crushed, gives up five earned in an inning and two thirds. Ultimately, the Phillies win fifteen to ten. Not a huge issue on that one, but it was a a strange usage, in my opinion, my Girardi. You know, all season long, obviously, but it just felt like kind of a waste of Falter in that spot. But hey, you know, you got to eat innings, I guess, in that spot. They win the game. I'm not going to kill them. A uh, big, big offensive game for a few guys, as uh, particularly Gene Segura and Bryce Harper. Segura goes four for six with four runs scored. Four runs. They love it. You love to see it. Two RBI. And then Bryce Harper mentioned it before, but Harper goes five for six in this game. Four RBI. Two runs scored. Obviously, the home run. Uh, his 15th of the season, Hoskin is 20th of the season this game. Um, Harper's numbers starting to starting to move up. You know, after this game, the OPS finally back over 900. The slugging at 529. It's what you want to see. The average up to 282 after that five eight game. It's exactly what you want to see. So this is a good one. This was a nice win. You get three hits from Hoskins. Starting to get back into it. Of course, McCutcheon with the grand slam. Romuto scores three runs. Jankowski scores a couple runs. It just it just worked. This one worked offensively. Obviously, pitching-wise, you know, it could have been better, as we know. It could have been way better. Um, but ultimately, they win the game and, uh, and a necessary win in the sense that this team needs to, to find ways to win these types of games, especially when you put up a lot of runs early, to be able to hang on and continue to add runs. It's something we saw the Phillies do these first two games of this series, and it's something that they have just struggled with all season. We've talked about the numbers. I mean, uh, in terms of like, I think the numbers were with a lead after the fourth inning. The Phillies are the worst offensive team in baseball or whatever it was. The the stat we, we talked about a few weeks ago or a week ago, whatever it was. Um, you know, these two games, they, they get the early lead. They they pounce and or, or you know, quick lead after early Cubs lead in, in the first game, as it were, and, and continue to add runs each inning. You know, this is... Uh, this is what they need. This team needs to find ways to continue to, to convert base runners into runs, and that's been such a struggle for them. Really awesome to see them do it in these games uh, to find ways to pour these runs on and 
to add to it. It, it was it was heartening. Now look, um, they lose last night. Let's get to that one. Then we'll look at it tonight because it is important tonight. You know, there's a big difference between winning three or four and splitting a two-two series. Like that's the kind of stuff you got to win these series. Again, got to go forty-nine and twenty-nine or whatever. Forty-nine, twenty-nine over the rest of the season. It's a team that is. 41 and 43 or whatever, right? You know, I mean, again, we're asking them to go 49 and 29, which they clearly haven't done. They're 41 and 43, so we're asking them to win more games and lose a lot less games, but at a, at a drastic rate if we want them to get to 90. So it's important that they win these types of games tonight. We'll get to that. Last night, a, a bummer of a loss. Look, um, again, I, I didn't expect them to win it just because that's what this team does, you know? It's what this team does. It, it, you, you had a feeling. Zach Wheeler on the hill. You've won two straight. You've won four of five. It just felt like it was going to go the wrong way, and it did immediately. It did immediately in the first inning, and, and it's hard to blame Wheeler. Wheeler ends up giving up seven runs, but only four of them earned. But it happened in the first. Ground ball to Didi. Boom. Error. And it all spiraled. Like That's that simple. A ground ball to Didi. And look, you never know if they definitely get out of the inning or not, but it was the difference between a uh, potential that was the would have been the first out, but excuse me, the second out of the inning. Um would have been the second out of the inning. Instead, it's runner on first and and things spiraled. And the Phillies end up giving up three in the first, another in the second, uh, another two in the second, and that was that was it, essentially. You know, it was five nothing, and the Phillies never climbed back in it. The Phillies Try to get back in it in the six. Uh, RBA double from Harper and a uh, two-run homer from Kutch, who's just been awesome and so locked in. Um, and then they give it away again in the six, uh, another two runs, uh, three runs in the six, maybe eight to three, and that was pretty much it. Um, it just sucked for Wheeler because that first inning, it was like classic, you know, pitching, making good pitches and, and weak, weak contact, just weak little nubblers, little bloopers. And that was all she wrote, and that was it. And it and it came back to that error. I think if that error doesn't happen, that game goes differently. And it's that's the thing with this team, is every time they try and get on a roll, every time they try and w- string wins together, things like this happen. The defense comes back to bite them. And and we've talked about it all year, but this team is not good enough to give away this many outs. They're just not good enough. This team has to find a way to play consistent baseball for some stretches of time. Again, like, you can play this 500 baseball if you win 10 straight and then go back to it. But they need a streak. They need to get hot. They need to find a way to string these games together or else they're going to run out of time. Again, 49 and 29, if they want to win 90 games, and look, it might be less than 90. The way this division's playing out, 88 could win it. Let's say 88. That's fine. Then you're 47 and 31. Has this at any point felt like a 47 and 31 baseball team? Yeah. No, of course not. Right? So so they got to start to get that mentality, start to win these games, start to find a way to get on a streak here, get on a run. And if you're not going to win 9 of 10, because it hasn't felt like this team's going to, and we know there's a team that hasn't won more than five straight in years. So, you know, I, I don't think you can count on something like that. If you're not going to do that, then guess what? You got to win these series. You got to take three or four in Chicago. You got to take two or three in Boston. You have to take two or three against San Diego like you did. Like you have to. There's no more middle ground. There's no more, oh, runs coming, whatever. It's now. It has to be now. We're halfway through the season. The All Star break is this weekend, or, you know, next week, I mean. It's the All Star break. This is the last game for the All Star break this weekend. It's time. 
If this team is going to make any sort of run at any point, it has to happen now. And look, the bats are hot. That is a reason for optimism, a reason to be excited. But we need more. We need more. We need more consistent play from this team. We need this team to find ways to string them together. It is so crucially important for this team if they are going to make any sort of run. And again, look, they might not. They might not. It might just be one of those 81 and 81 years again. 80 and 82. 82 and 80. Right now, it's what it feels like, right? I mean, if we're, if we're betting, you know, do you think they're a better than four games over 500 the rest of the season? I don't know. I don't. But if it's going to happen, it's going to be with the bats getting hot and them starting to string together some wins and maybe building some confidence. I know we've talked about it all season. It's hard to believe that it could happen now, and that's fair. But if it has to happen now, and it has to happen that way, so let's hope the Phillies win tonight. Win tonight. All right? It's a, a one-game season right now each night. Win tonight. And then we'll worry about the next series. So let's take this series. Let's win three or four from a struggling Cubs team. Big one tonight. You got F on the hill. You like that. Eflin coming off a nice outing. Um, Eflin against Albert Alizé. Alzale, excuse me. Uh, nice opportunity here. Eflin's a better pitcher. You got the advantage there. Find a way to go into Chicago tonight and wrap this series up. Three of four, and then you go to Boston. And then maybe you a, a surprise a, a, a great Boston team. Maybe. But first, they got to win this one tonight, and we go from there. So it's a big, big game tonight. A really big game. Eight o'clock tonight against the Cubs. Massive for this Phillies team as we had in the All-Star break. Let's make it happen, boys. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll dive into the Red Sox series and, of course, look ahead to the All-Star break and what the Phillies need to do with their easy second-half schedule, hopefully, to make a run in the second half. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.